headlines of the day has got to be that pantload Justin Trudeau of uh, Canada, who uh, got caught in blackface uh, like five, six times he's done that in his life. <laughs> he's he's wearing blackface more than he's wearing his usual pasty white Canadian face. I don't think he's a racist because he does that, but he has done that, and he and uh, and he's trying to explain it away, and he actually... Lectured a reporter yesterday who used the term mankind in her question. No, I'm sorry, not mankind, person kind. Whoa, 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 he, he whoa. He is whoa. the smuggest, wokest leader in the Western world. He's insufferably smug. You, you can't be, you gotta be perfect if you're gonna be the sort of person that corrects people on mankind. Right. You better have zero, uh, not, not only skeletons, a bone. Not a tibia in your closet. His uh, his opponent said, listen, I don't think he's a racist. I think he's a, the biggest hypocrite in Canada. I'm sorry, mankind. Uh, we've got to stop with this gendered please, language. Please, stop please. i got to sit down on my wearable chair. <laughs> please stop. Please do not oh. use gendered language to... C- to address everyone. Is that Justin Trudeau? I'm so winded. Uh, anyway, yeah. So I just thought that was something. Little weasel. I- I'm going to give you a pass on the blackface thing, okay? Because I don't think you're actually a racist. But don't give me the lecture on using the phrase mankind, dude. And again, he's made a career of lecturing people and being all woke. So this is extra delicious. Are you positive you've never been in blackface? I couldn't be positive. It, it wouldn't shock me. I don't think so. I don't remember it. But I wouldn't be shocked if I found out at one time. Oh yeah, that's right. That party and we I just... Rastafarian thing. I, no, well, I would say I'm as positive as a guy with a terrible memory can be. I have no recollection of it, and I can't imagine well, what reason, costume I would have worn. Well, the reason, yeah, me too. But the reason it, I wouldn't remember it is it's not that big a deal. I, I wouldn't have done it thinking, oh, this is edgy and racist. It's just not, it's not what it would be. It would be the same as if I ever wore an Indian headdress, which I probably have, to portray oh. an Indian. I saw one uh, opinion shaper tweeted yesterday that I am so sorry. I've got to apologize deeply for all the uh, the hurt I've caused. I uh, once dressed as a Native American. It's clearly cultural appropriation. And there he was as part of one of those Indian guides groups or whatever little kids did in the 70s, 60s and 70s. And he had the Indian garb on. You know, I'm not saying it's great, and I don't think it's a very modern thing to do, but please. I think I've worn a sobrero at a Mexican restaurant on my birthday with everybody clapping around me. Guaranteed. I'm pretty sure I've done that. Here's a good one for you. Here's the next thing the woke will do. They will persecute and, and drive out of their ability to make a living, keeping in mind that the, uh, the Bible says uh, it's better that you murder someone than to take their millstone, meaning their, their ability to feed themselves and their families. Um, they'll drive you out of your line of work if you ever dressed as... A homeless American, also known as a hobo. I did that a lot. For... Any kid who dressed as a bum throughout the 60s, 70s, and 80s. For Halloween. Or 90s. My kid dressed as a bum because it's really the lazy man's go-to. <laughs> that was my costume at least twice when I was doing the, I'm not going to do something. Oh, no, it's tomorrow. Right. <laughs> I got to do something. Again, it's it's the one-foot putt of Halloween costumes. So it the is, fact that I did it a couple of times is it, not shocking. It is amazing that it was so acceptable. What does that say about society? Because I wouldn't dress. Well, that's right. My son dressed as a beggar for Halloween last year, remember? He he had some That's sort right. of sign. I will work for candy or something. Right, will work for candy. I don't remember Beautiful. what the sign was. It was something yeah. like that, and uh, we wondered what kind of reaction it would get. I don't think we got any negative reaction, but I thought that's pretty edgy. Now 
I yeah. did it. I did it. I dressed as a hobo a number of times. Well, that'll be the new blackface. Hobo face. <laughs> I remember you dressed in hobo face. You'd borrow your mom's some sort of uh, makeup and you'd like put fake whiskers because on you're yourself. you're unshaven. Right, exactly. Which and is then, the sign of the deplorable. Then like a toy cigar exactly. is a big part of it. I saw a hobo the, face. The, the, the bag on the stick. I had a hobo plastic mask, so uh, there was a couple times where wow. I did that with the little dots for uh, unshaven, and I had yeah. the fake cigar. Right. But like then the I remember blasted having... out half cigar thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, pre, pre-smoke that you picked up off the street. Yeah. But then I remember I had a plastic mask, one of those terrible masks with the string around the back. Yeah. Um, that was a hobo face. I'll bet they don't make those anymore. No, probably not. Hobo Face did a surprise rooftop concert last week. It wow. was great. <laughs> wow. Yeah, really, really impressive. A lot really of people impressive. don't realize he's white. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, because of you know, the sound. Yeah. Um, hey, listen, we got more to come, and it's it's good. you got to trust us on that. Uh, but right now, we need to, to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. And Corn Pop was a bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. And they had step. Those days, you used to remember the straight race. You'd bang them on the curb, sure. get them rusty, put them in a rain barrel, Absolutely. get them rusty. Sure. Look at Netflix. You have choice. Quality control. What is frontier? What is what is working mom? It got the Iranian effect. Of- I think we might have to abandon is. wherever that noise is coming from. Is that coming from the same computer? I think it's coming from me. Yeah. So we think. How's your problem? So we think. Yeah, your mic, mic's off. So I th- we think it's a phone call, right? We think it's a phone ringing? Yeah. It sounds like a s- incoming Skype thing, but Skype isn't installed on this computer, so I, I don't know. I, I did a fix-it ticket for the engineering to take a look at it. They ran something. I, I assumed that it had solved the problem, but oh. apparently it had not. Interesting. Back to our previous topic. Just got this uh, text from Liz. I got an O face, I got a guitar face, I don't have a bum face. I need to work on my bum face. Uh, Liz writes, I literally thought I was a Native American for 40 years, then my DNA disproved it. Is oh, that wow. racist? Asking for a friend. That's uh, Elizabeth. No. Mm. Oh. <laughs> it's got to be troubling for you. Fantastic. There, uh, um, all right, so a couple of things we're going to catch up on. Oh, I wanted to re-mention the whole bird story, if you haven't heard about that. How many fewer birds there are than 50 years ago? It's troubling. Is it all the wind farms are chopping them up like a Cuisinart? Or uh, or pesticides or cats or I I don't know what it is, but there are a lot less birds. I'll tell you what. Yeah, the numbers are shocking. You combine that with the bees. The bees made a comeback, though, didn't they? Yes. Yes. Bees like cargo pants are back in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, stay tuned for that story. Strong and Getty Show. It's National Talk Like a Pirate Day. Yeah, be sure you greet everyone with an ahoy, matey. Top of the morning to you. Let's get started with Good Morning San Diego. Yarr. Ahoy, matey. It'd be a glorious day. Ahoy, matey. Oh, ahoy. <laughs> Arr. Arr, Cheryl. Arr. Arr. If you're going to do talk like a pirate day, what better place than the R? Oh, right? Ask me, Hardy's. 
We're going to batten down the hatches. So yesterday was Talk Like a Pirate Day, and because we're grown-ups, we didn't, uh, we didn't do any of that, and, and we're not that amused by somebody going, R. If I were that unfunny for one day, I would commit suicide. <laughs> so that's, that's local TV news people, which just giggling like, oh my God, you are so crazy, Jim. Can you believe how wild we're being? This isn't even on our teleprompter. <laughs> but the one particular one that Sean pointed out, and he's a San Diego guy. We need to figure out who that was because yes, he might be and, somebody and we persecute like. persecute him. It might be somebody we've Never been Never mind a, that. I've turned. <laughs> might be somebody I've been at a Christmas party with and really enjoyed him and his wife. Uh-oh. But the dude who said, our top of the morning to you. <laughs> Wow. That's a leprechaun saying. Wow. That is a fail. <laughs> you need to leave the business. Feel free to mix in an Avast Ye, a Scallywag, call somebody Lily Livered. Yarg! Hit him up, round him up. <laughs> no, that's Cowboys, idiot. <laughs> Yar! Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> um, <It's> Merry Christmas! <laughs> Wow. Don't watch the news. You need yeah, good decision, son. <laughs> you need to leave the business, dude. Yeah, wow. I, I really the morning to you. I want a name. I God want a dang name. it, that's funny. Oh jeez. You know. <sighs> oh boy, you took so it every lame time. and you took it to eleven. Oh yeah. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you you made the other people look not lame. <laughs> Every time Marshall brings up one of these idiot, it's National Something Day, I always reply, no, it's not. There are these websites you can pay them between like $500 and $1,500, and you get different levels of it's National Whatever Day. It's like the Star Registry, okay? It's fake. But the website points out, and alert listener Robert uh, sent us the link to the website again so we can find it. Uh, today's actually also, Jack, National Pepperoni Pizza Day. And National Queso Day, and German World Children's Day, and National Punch Day. Tomorrow's the International Day of Peace Day, and the National Day of Civic Hacking? (laughs) I don't know. You're born, you labor, you get old and sick, and then you die. If these things amuse you, who are we to criticize? Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. On the other hand, the other flip of that is, you know, you only get a roughly 36,000 days on Earth. Um, uh, do you want to spend any of them thinking about stupid, phony f- crap? Right. Like National Pancake Day. Right. It's not real. Right. <laughs> so, um, Yar! Four score and <laughs> seven years ago, <laughs> our found fathers. You're an idiot. <laughs> So this is some sort of national walkout day, which is actually they're doing for climate change and school kids are walking out someplace. I don't know how many people are actually participating. My school district put out a letter that we support children and get active in the community and blah, 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 and all this sort of stuff. Given the level of media coverage, it would not surprise me a bit if it were millions of children. It wouldn't surprise me either. Well, no. Certainly millions worldwide and perhaps a couple to three million in the U.S. I don't know. Um, because it's supported by everybody in the media who thinks these kids are just being so brave. So there are walking out during school with no repercussions to echo our worldview. So there are a number of stories about out about climate change today. Um, one million species are threatened with extinction, according to some government report. The Bramble 
K. Melamy is the first mammal to go extinct due to climate change. I have no idea what a bramble, a bramble K. Melamy, Melamy is. The picture of it makes it look like it's kind of like a little raccoon, a uh, little uh, rat. It's a rodent. Rodent uh, of some Mellowme.com yeah, is my new uh, website. We, we didn't need these designed to, I'm sorry, I'm in the middle of a, a punchline over here, Sean. Is that not clear to you or what? What's going on? What's happening? The bramble, if you could come up with a picture of the bramble K. Melamy, that'd be fine. Uh, but it's the first beast to go extinct due to climate change, they claim. Um, and I'm sure there's plenty of people that would argue with that. No, it's because its natural habitat is now a parking lot, and that's why there aren't any more of them. Or the, you know, the south, the silverback gorilla started eating them, or whatever it might be. Or maybe the Earth just got tired of them. But so that story's out there. And then Melamy's been doing their thing for like fifty thousand years. That's enough. Time to move on to something else, it's like music. Lots of beasts have gone extinct over the lifetime of our planet. Sea mm-hmm. fossils, and it's not always because something evil mankind did. Sometimes there are other reasons. Um, the number of birds in the United States has fallen by 29% since 1970. Now almost a you got third, my attention. Almost a third since 1970, the number of birds in the United States and Canada. There are 2.9 billion fewer birds than there were 50 years ago. That's got to mean something. I'm kind of cynical about some of the pie in the sure, sky utopian stuff, but th- like, like I, I said, no, that's got my attention. I have no idea whether that melamine disappeared because of climate change. I have no idea. Well, and listen, again, over-the-top activists do so much to damage their cause. Every time it rains or doesn't rain, it's because of climate change. Every time it's colder or warmer or more windy or less windy, it's because of climate change. And so, yeah, the, the little Melamy, who freaking knows? On the other hand, a decline of nearly a third of birds on the continent where I live, that's, uh, that's disturbing. Do we have any solid ideas why? No, no, no. What do birds eat? Bird food? Are people not eating, uh, buying bird food? Uh, they in, eat bugs, right? Mostly bugs. You know, there's obviously been a uh, there's a lot more development. There's a lot more places that might have been the woods that are now uh, housing complexes, but they don't know that that's the reason. Now, birds do eat bugs to a large extent, and I know there are a heck of a lot more uh, pesticides around than when I was a kid for my for your yard and farms and. And stuff like that. Sure. Has anybody done, uh, is this even possible, a meaningful a census of bugs in North America? The Audubon Society called it a full-blown crisis. If this isn't a full-blown crisis, you shouldn't have a bird society because... Uh, mm, again, what are you going to call a full-blown if, exactly. if it ain't this? What's the other exciting thing that's ever happened since you've been the Audubon Society? Right. Um, but yeah, pesticides and, uh, and habitat loss. Those are their best guesses, but they don't actually know. Wow. And then the ramifications, if we ran out of birds, I don't know what that would be. I have no idea. If all of a sudden there were no birds, what would happen? Too many mosquitoes? I don't think that's happening. Yeah, I think we would be overrun by the things birds eat. Mm -hmm. Our cars would be cleaner. So there's up and down to it. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Well. How, how many times in your life have you been pooped on by a bird flying over? Personally, yeah. hit with bird uh, dung? Probably somewhere around a half a dozen, I would guess. Yeah, I'm in that range, too. Couple times. My wife can barely step outside of the house without a bird pooping on her. Really? And she's always been that way her whole life, and we, we wonder why. There's something about her. She puts out a scent, or it's her skin color, or something. She gets pooped on by birds 
practically daily. And does that's barely her... that's barely an exaggeration. Wow, does her hair look like the hood of a car? And does she wear metallic hats? First time she told me that a dozen years ago when I first met her, I thought, that's crazy. I'm not sure I've ever been pooped on by a bird in my life. And at that time, it was true. Yeah. Um, and and since I've been with her, so, oh, no, again, there it is on her shoulder, some disgusting bird. Wow, that's yeah. a... They're out together. It's crap. It's crap. It's crap. It's crap. There's uh, one of her fellow sufferers. It's as, li- it's as if God wanted to curse her, but just a little. Yeah. You know, it's not terrible. You know, you haven't uh, made me so angry I'm going to smite you, but uh, I'm going to make you slightly inconvenient. Let me think. Let me think. If uh, I went you out... get dust in your eyes a lot? No. No more common colds than usual? Uh, how about I have bird's crap on her? Yeah, that's it. Just now and again. Other than just gluing bird seed to myself, I don't even know how I would, if I wanted to make a bird excrement on me i don't even know how i would go about doing right that. if you were trying to do it well you'd have to go outdoors for one thing I mean, you'd, you'd <laughs> call one. yourself an avid endorsement uh it's clear when it hits you which is the interesting thing it uh in case you didn't know that what's coming up in your news marshall well president trump wrapping up another wide-ranging q a with reporters canadian shame continuing and an update from area 51 how many times did the canadian prime minister dress in blackface and some of it's in the 2000s. Three fairly to recent. five. Uh, plenty of, to him. Plenty of times. So I got a couple of stories election-wise coming up in a little bit. As uh, my son started, uh, the, the, they started school government in fourth grade with elections. The stupidity of the way democracies work starts early. <laughs> and I'll explain that coming up, even though it is the best form of government. It's it's dumb from the start, apparently. And I've also got this poll of who everybody's second choice is that really uh, sheds some light, I think, or makes it more confusing mm. on, uh, on what this presidential race is going to be like. Oh, I just glanced up at the TV and saw the picture of Justin Trudeau, the lunkhead hypocrite uh, grandmeister of Canada. Lunkhead. <laughs> wow. In his, his Aladdin outfit with the brown face or the yeah. black face. I, I tweeted about this yesterday. Brett Baer opened the best serious news show on, on the air last night with... A representative of Hezbollah has been arrested for threatening New York landmarks. And the graphic went up, and it was the picture of Justin <laughs> Trudeau dressed as Aladdin. And I about busted a gun and, and tweeted that out. Oops. Absolutely. Well, and my, my caption was, it's surprising they didn't catch him sooner if he goes around dressed like this. Wow, that's funny. Yeah. Um, Press. President Trump is about to give one of his full-on news conferences where he a- answers questions until reporters get tired of a- a- asking them. Oh, yeah. Wow. And that's after he's already this right. morning done a little Q&A. So let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Yeah, President Trump welcoming in Australia's uh, prime minister, sat down in the Oval Office, talked with reporters. Trump insisting that the big whistleblower story is ridiculous, that all his conversations with other world leaders are always appropriate. He also referred to the growing controversy as another political hack job. And this one will be, I wouldn't say it will top the list, because I think you can't do worse than some of the stories you missed over the last week or two. But the media of, of our country is laughed at all over the world now. You're a joke. Okay, what else? Something the about media of our country is laughed at all over the yeah. world. You're a joke. Yep. 
Something about uh, Trump's recent call with another world leader prompted a formal complaint from an unnamed whistleblower to the U.S. Intelligence Community's Inspector General. Meanwhile, the president was stepping around questions about possible U.S. military action against Iran, saying the U.S. is always prepared, but for now... I think it shows far more strength to do it the way we're doing it. And again, whether it's next week or two weeks or three weeks, doesn't make any difference. Whether it's now or in three weeks, doesn't make any difference. But I think the strong person's approach and the, the thing that does show strength would be showing a little bit of restraint. Much easier to do it the, the other way. It's much easier. And Iran knows if they misbehave, they're on borrowed time. As for the news that New York Mayor Bill de Blasio is getting out of the Democratic presidential primary race, Trump observed. He dropped out of the presidential race a little while ago. Too bad. He had tremendous potential. <laughs> he only had one real asset. You know what it was? Height. <laughs> other, than, other than that, he had nothing going. Not he, sure that was necessary. He, <laughs> he was <laughs> accurate. He messed up his line from earlier that was in the tweet. Had tremendous potential for growth at 0%. Yeah, yeah. Because right. that's that's the joke. Right. You got nowhere to go but up from 0%. 0%. I consider that a victory. <laughs> well, he was, at, he was at close to 0% in New York, right? Right. The yes. Yes. right. Yes, among New Yorkers. Whoops. Meanwhile, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau continues to address photos that show him in blackface on multiple occasions spanning decades. And while he's come clean so far about three images that are now circulating, apparently there may be more. Trudeau was speaking with reporters in Canada and saying what he did. He knows he hurt people who shouldn't have to face intolerance and discrimination. Is always unacceptable because of the racist history of blackface. I should have understood that then, uh, and I never should have done it. This guy's got a big photo album at home with him in blackface and brownface, dressed as an Indian, dressed as an Eskimo, dressed as a poo from The Simpsons. <laughs> Trudeau adding he didn't at the time realize the racial history of blackface. I didn't see that from the layers of privilege that I have. Mm, the layers of privilege. Well, and listen, it's all so just stupid and intellectually fake. If, if you were, say, a young person... And you put on blackface for a sober, dignified, respectful portrayal of Frederick Douglass. That'd be ill-advised because you're going to get crap for it. But to call that racist and say, well, with the history of minstrel shows, that's just not being honest. Storm Area 51, the big gathering is getting underway today. Last June, a 21-year-old college student started a joke about a Facebook event called Storm Area 51. They can't stop all of us. Well, so far, we've got about 75 to 100 people reportedly gathering at the site, which is cold, which is windy, and apparently there's no food really available there. It's cold and windy? Yes. The U.S. Air Force, however, is warning people not to storm Area 51, so instead many are going to be attending the Alien Stock Music Festival in nearby Rachel, Nevada, which will be hosting dozens of musical acts through Sunday. Yeah, I think Sean is right. I think they're trying to create a new uh, giant musical festival of some sort. Sure. Really get attention for it, which is a good idea. Yep. 
Primetime Emmy Awards going to be handed out Sunday night. Experts predicting HBO's Game of Thrones and Veep will take top honors for best drama and best comedy. Wow, as they have before so many times. And Game of Thrones has a record-breaking 32 nominations uh, this time around. If you enjoy references to female genitalia, do not miss Veep. It is the most P-bomb dropping show. Well, every conceivable reference to the entire female reproductive system is made five to ten times per episode. I've never seen a minute of Veep. i got to check that out. It's incredibly clever clever and very, very cynical. Does Judy like it? Uh, not as much as I do. Okay. It helps to be more hip to politics, I think. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. What's the sitcom you were pushing earlier, Sean, that you really liked on uh, NBC? The Good Place. The Good Place is fantastic, and uh, the, the next person who tells me, you know what, I didn't really like that, would be the first one. Okay. It's it's practically universal. And on NBC? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a rare diamond. Ted Danson. How could it be bad? That's true. Uh, outstanding comedy series. You got something from HBO, Amazon Prime, another one from Amazon Prime, Netflix, Pop, Whatever that is, and HBO, Pop. along with one from NBC. Pop. What's the one from Pop? Wait a minute. Shit's Creek. S C H I T T S. It's a name. Wow, that was a that was a notable moment. It's a name. Uh, have yeah, you ever known anybody a, the name? No, no, I have <laughs> they not. Come from a long line of. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Wow. My grandpa was a. <laughs> my father was a. Wow. And now I'm a real. <laughs> oh my. Wow. Um, Hope you enjoyed that. Politics at the presidential level is the same as politics at the fourth grade level. I learned yesterday from hearing about my son's uh, student government voting that they had there. Did you encourage him to go negative? And uh, <laughs> got to get him to run for comptroller, one of those middle management things. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Get it on your resume. Right. <laughs> I'm heading up with the Department of Interior here at fourth grade. <laughs> I'm doing a really good job. Uh, and also some polling out on who everybody's second choice is in the Democratic Party, which is not exactly what I expected. On the way next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. dead flowers music today because joe died that's what we usually do if we're playing music from one artist it's because they died or it could be my birthday but it's not that's in february i have died i will be missed Hmm. many say i didn't live up to my potential what little there was including my parents back Uh, to you hey the prime minister from australia just got a question finally hey could you tell us what's the difference between a koala bear and a and a weraboo or whatever those things are called (laughs) a wallaby a Malibu. <laughs> I heard koalas are actually mean. Is that true? Oh, indeed. Yes. We're, we're just joking about what you were Trump, asking. When Trump comes out with another foreign leader, the press uses it as an opportunity to ask Trump about the current scandals of the day. Right. And the the foreign leader always has to stand there and just, you got anything for me? You or? got the poor grand poobah of Singapore listening to the Flint water crisis. <laughs> thinking, we got all sorts of interesting crap going on. Somebody ask me something. Dingo habitat questions? Anybody? Anyone? <laughs> So, uh, two things for you here. Um, they started student government in my kid's class. I guess they started at fourth grade at his school, and um, he originally was considering running on making fourth grade great again, but 
the, the, love it. The kids he hangs around with and his 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 crew, they weren't into it, so he decided not to be into it. And he participated in watching, but I thought it was really interesting that it works exactly the same in fourth grade as it works uh, for, uh, you know, a 40-year-old looking at a presidential candidate. They all say, they stand up and say things that they can't, they don't have, possibly have the power to do, mm-hmm. and that will, that any reasonable person knows will never happen. <clears throat> um, how could that possibly, how could that be true for presidential candidates or fourth graders? At some point, maybe if we started earlier, would it be worth pointing out to step in and say, wait a second, I just before before we do the voting, she can't extend recess by half an hour. Right. She doesn't have the ability to do that. There are school norms and the, and uh, codes and the states exactly. and all this stuff. She doesn't have the ability to do It's it. an impossibility. We're not going to get an extra dessert at lunch. We there, there, There's costs involved. The, the, oh, you don't want to trample on the little kid's spirits, Jack. Uh, are, no, would, I think, would I think that would be a great Would lesson. you be trampling on their spirits, or would you be starting them down the road of, you're voting for whoever made the promise you like the sound of the best, and everybody thinks that's great? This yes. country could use a little bit more spirit trampling. What's, what's, what's the <laughs> yeah, point no of that? That is not our issue at this point. <laughs> what's the point of that? Uh, well, I- I'll tell you this. They like the kids going through those motions. To get used to the process, and I, I think get that. If, if you're if you're truly accurate, explicit, you'd say, "Listen, you have so little power. This well, position means you have none." Well, you might be able to choose the Halloween decorations. Okay, right. You know, sure, I get that. Decorating them for should we? I, I, actually, I think you're absolutely right. I think if you were to do it the way you're describing, and I'm starting to describe, I think that would be a great lesson so the other night the debate stage elizabeth warren i think i I don't remember if it was immigration or guns i think it was guns was talking about something she was going to do and biden said that's unconstitutional and and elizabeth warren said oh well i'm here to think big or you know i'm i'm bold and but it's unconstitutional right was was biden's thought bitter old man he doesn't why even bother running for president if you're going to talk about what you can't do that was her comeback the other day which is oh he said the president can't do that um, so it's the same as a fourth grader saying, I'm going to extend recess by half an hour. Yeah. Yay. And you vote for that. I, shouldn't we at some point along the way, doesn't have to be in fourth grade, but somewhere between fourth grade and electing the president of the most powerful country in the world, you'd think we ought to have these conversations of, can you even do that? Boy, I or, would love to see that. It's just, it just seemed weird to me. It's, it's kind of cute among children. It's less cute among 18-year-olds, and it's horrifying among 45-year-olds. <laughs> so then I was looking at this morning consult poll. This is from a week ago. They ask people what your first and second and third choices are. And it gets kind of interesting because there's been a certain amount of assumption that uh, Bernie supporters would go to Elizabeth Warren and vice versa. I have assumed that myself. It makes sense. They have a similar, very similar um, uh, politics. In fact, there's this headline in the New York Times today, young voters still feel the burn, but not just for Bernie Sanders anymore, and that they have gone to other candidates that have the same platform. But if you look at Joe Biden's, um, well, let's, yeah, let's start with Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, second choice for Sanders supporters, I don't get Bernie Sanders, I'm going Joe Biden. Wow. For Elizabeth Warren, I don't get Elizabeth Warren. 
I'm going Bernie Sanders, but 1% below that, Joe Biden. So it's only 23 to 22. On, okay, I missed the So five. it's practically a split between Biden or Bernie Sanders. You know, I, then, I was trying to guess what people who live in a particular neighborhood would do. I don't live in that neighborhood. The only one that kind of fits and makes sense is uh, Biden supporters. Or they, they go to Bernie and Elizabeth Warren kind of equally. They just split to Bernie or Elizabeth Warren. And is but that so, one and two? That's one and two. That surprises me as well. But... Michael, do you have the explosion noise in there? Uh, there go my expectations and assumptions. <laughs> Timing. I've so been I, uh, enlightened. I guess that means what some pundits have said, that it's not about ideology, it's about who you think could win. Well, I've or heard maybe that a, a thousand times, so maybe there's got to be something to it. Maybe you start with ideology. That's what I'd like in a perfect world. Right. I'd like my ideology to win. But if that can't happen, I just want who's going to win to win. Which gets down to the great question. It's always answered poorly. The answer is, here's a hint, because it's a binary choice. A lot of people, how can you support Trump? I mean, he's a, uh, you know, fill in your favorite uh, description of Trump. Mercurial, <laughs> for instance, or a bit of a Richard or, you know, the tweets or whatever. Well, because it's better than Bernie. Yeah, if, if that's your... Well, if, how can you as a Bernie fan support Joe Biden? Because it's better than Trump. Yeah, it's like a a tax guy we really like who really knows what he's talking about. Right before the election last time, I asked him about taxes. He said, it's as simple. If Trump's elected, your taxes are going down. If Hillary's elected, your, your taxes are going up. Well, okay. Well, then I could easily throw away all the other crap that's talked about every day. Mm. I'm vote for either I think they should go up or down based I, on that. I'm voting for higher taxes. Or the judges. I want more of my income to be redistributed. Well, a lot of people believe that. Yeah. Um, Except they're talking about my income. They're generally not <laughs> talking about their own unless they're so stinking filthy rich that it doesn't matter. Right. But don't get me started. Too late. So the, having that knowledge with the second choices and everything like that, what happens in Iowa in 136 days, which is a lifetime from now, um, whoever comes out of that, people could change really fast. I would, would say like. it's much more fluid than I'd imagined it is. Right. What if, like, Amy Klobuchar does much better than expected? I think they have the, I didn't look at the down, down, the, down the road hmm. um, numbers. Maybe we'll do that next week. Final thoughts with A and G. Yeah. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought to wrap up the hour. It's uh, Michelangelo pressing the buttons in the control room. Final thought? All right. Anybody that's going to give me a wedding gift, I need nothing for my house. But what I do want is that chair that you can walk around. That's all I want. <laughs> ah, the wearable chair. The wearable, the wearable chair, chair with the legs that hang from your yes. back. And you can sit down anywhere you want. We've got it at armstrongandgetty.com. i got to have one of those. It will yeah. change everything. Marshall Phillips, your final thoughts. Sir. Uh, tomorrow is National Singles Day, so I'll be making the rounds of supermarket produce sections to see if my love of greens will pay off in a new round of romance. Fantastic. Positive Sean, final thought for us? I've made spaghetti hundreds of times in my life. But for some reason, I never remember that one box of spaghetti does not equal one can or jar of spaghetti sauce. Right. I have way too many dry noodles in my house right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, a lot of spaghetti. The ratio is all off. It's like the uh, 
whole eight hamburger buns, six hot dogs phenomenon, or is that backward? At any rate, they really need to standardize that. Jack, final thought? I'm looking out at Trump doing the press conference, and he just said there's plenty of time for military action on Iran. I'll tell you one thing he's taken off the table is the whole, he'll nuke Switzerland because he's so crazy. That has not been the way he has uh, acted in any of these international dust-ups. Yeah, quite cautious and restrained when it comes to actual uh, actual actions. Uh, my final thought is that Fort Collins, Colorado, has decided it will no longer spend the money to fight women uh, being topless in public. It's a victory for the free the nipple movement. Um, I think, Checking housing prices. I think it's time to uh, emancipate the testicle. Or uh, oh. I don't, I don't <laughs> know. But I'm not sure about uh, that. Let's uh, let's talk about fairness here. Let's talk uh, about equity. Emancipate the testicle. That's All a right. hashtag. Yeah, no. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. See a a, a really cool video of the wearable chair. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. If you see something over the weekend we ought to be talking about on Monday, send it along. Liberate the grundle. Oh, boy. (laughs) You had to take it one more step. We'll see you Monday. God bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Not Planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. Armstrong and Getty.